Welcome to Real Health, Real People. I'm Heather Crawford. And I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? I don't know. We got to test our gains. So. Yeah. Gain it up, gain it down. Up or down? Up and down? What about side to side? It looks delayed. Swinging on side to side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think. If we talked right here all the time. Yeah, sometimes I think we sit too we far back and, and then we get up. quiet. So we need to. Okay, let's scoot up. Live. Oh no, I'm rolling over my coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good coupon? It's Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of Buzz Lightyear. Okay. To Bed Bath and Beyond. And Beyond. <laughs> we are not affiliated, associated with, or paid by Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> we are in some kind of mood. <laughs> we are feeling saucy, but we just got back from the gym, and that's probably why. Got those endorphins pumping. Oh my gosh, Heather. It's fine. It's fine. Are you just going to hold it this whole time? No. Okay. I just, it was stuck on my chair. If you've been a loyal listener, you will know that Heather frequently and often has problems with her pop filter, and she just pulled it off again. Well, It does look delayed. I hope this is recording okay. Watch. See how it's like... Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. It's fine. What are we talking about today, anyway? Today... Oh, this is Real Health, Real People. Yeah, I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. And this is where we talk about real health for... Real people. Real people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We said we might sing a lot today because... Yeah, we're feeling very sing-songy. Especially Sarah. Yeah, it's... She's got an Usher song stuck in her head. Ah, yeah. It was on at the gym. I can't be held responsible for these things. We did get a nice workout on today, so our endorphins are high. Yes, yes. We did some heavy lifting. Got some weights in there. Well, I guess that's what heavy lifting is. <laughs> we did some heavy lifting and also lifted weights. <laughs> Listen, lady, you're holding your pop filter like a chump, so you can't say nothing. Mm. Yeah, well, I bet my p- sounds good, though. <laughs> nice. Okay. But yeah, so today. today we are talking about one of the more popular spices nowadays yeah. you're hearing about it everywhere all the time and all that is turmeric yes we assume that's how you say it yeah because it's t-u-r-m-e-r-i-c yeah and it's like yellow a yellowish spice and it stains it does it can get all over you which is actually one of its uses it can be used as, yes, a, dye. as a dye but it comes from <laughs> A plant. I can't. I can't with you. <laughs> I know. <on> <laughs> I kept trying. I can't. I will keep trying. Um, it comes from a plant, um, and it's called. It comes from a plant called a rhizomatose plant, mm. which a rhizome in the botany world is kind of like a mass of roots. So it's like a giant subterranean stem that like is underground, and it grows like perpendicular to the force of gravity. So it grows like across, like oh. underneath. And then it shoots up stalks, like so. It shoots stalks up. Okay. And what they do is they harvest it like once a year. They like dig it out of the ground, right? And then they like grind it all up and process it. And it grows mostly in southeastern Asia because it needs yeah between um, 
20 to 30 degrees Celsius to survive, which is basically like 68 to 86 degrees Fahrenheit, and a considerable amount amount of annual rainfall. So they have a very specific temperature in order to thrive. And when it's not used fresh, they boil it for about 30 to 45 minutes and then dry it in hot ovens and then ground it, and that's when you get that deep orange-yellow powder. Yeah, because uh, I think a lot of people probably have it in their spice cabinet where yeah. it's already in that powder form. You can also buy it as in its root. As a root. Yeah. It's in the ginger family. Yeah, like a ginger root. It, yeah, I think it looks similar to ginger. It is in the ginger family. And ginger and turmeric actually um, share an active agre- ingredient, but turmeric has it in much, much higher concentrations. Hmm. And that is the chemical compound um, curcumin. 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 <laughs> and it is um, part of a group of compounds called curcuminoids. Um, <laughs> curcuminoids. Curcuminoids. It sounds like a disease. Like, ooh, don't talk to her. She has curcuminoids. She has curcuminoids. <laughs> oh my gosh, Becky. <laughs> She's got curcuminoids. I almost had it fixed. Oh my gosh. This whole time, I just want to let you know, Heather has been trying to get her pop filter attached to the desk. Ta-da! Okay, don't Don't touch touch it. it. Stop. Don't touch him. (laughs) Quit. I'm touching him. But yeah, so this curcumin, which is also found in smaller amounts in ginger, is the active ingredient. And that's where the kind of you know all of this healing property that turmeric is like said to have and all of that is um comes from this bioactive ingredient and well and turmeric is the spice that gives curry its yellow color do you like curry i love curry my husband loves curry too i'm a huge curry fan i don't love it really i love it yeah Mm. it's real big in india yeah southeast asia india you know, yeah. Thailand obviously mm-hmm. has a lot of curries. So it's very popular and has been used for thousands of years. Um, as a spice and medicinal herb. Medicinal as well as a dye. It can also be used in chemical analysis as an indicator for acidity or alkalinity. So basically pH. Mm. Which in modern times, like pH paper has since, re- you know, litmus paper right. has replaced. Yeah, yeah. But they used to use that as a way to indicate yeah. in chemical experimentations. It's also used in a lot of Hindu spiritual ceremonies and weddings. It's okay. a very big part of that, like where they'll like use the root and like, I don't know, like, um, oh, what did it say that they did? They made like a rope out of it and they like bound their hands together okay. as part of the ceremony. Uh-huh. It was actually That's really cool. cool. So it's got a lot of rich history attached to it yeah. in those cultures. The medicinal per, you know, properties are what is really known about now. Like people are saying use turmeric for all these things. Right. Anywhere from like indigestion, throat infections, common colds, liver ailments, topically to treat like wounds or skin sores. Mm -hmm. And then a lot being investigated for its like anti-inflammatory and potential anti-cancer effects. Yeah, I was reading a lot about anti-cancer. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Turmeric instead of chemotherapy. Yeah. Again, you know, a lot of the naturopaths and, you know, nowadays so much is moving towards trying to prevent disease with the use of like, you know, natural plants and herbs and roots and oils and just all of the stuff we hear about now about how we can take care of ourselves and kind of get ahead of it. Like let's heal our bodies so that we don't have to worry about these diseases. We're all about prevention. 
Uh, yeah, one million percent. In prevention, that's whole, the whole reason I shifted my career track. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was working in clinical research pharmaceutical industry, and I saw that, yes, that is vital for a lot of different things, but so many of the diseases that we deal with on a daily basis and so many people are dealing with are completely preventable right? if we just adjust our lifestyle. Yep. And so that's what made me, I made the switch. I jumped onto the prevention track rather than the treatment track. Yes. So this is, um, you know, and a lot of your famous doctors, you know, your Dr. Oz's and your Oprah's and your TV Mm -hmm. doctors and your Deepak Chopra's and all of the big name people always are talking about turmeric. Yes, always. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, Google it. <laughs> There's so many. I know. We were doing, <laughs> I was like, telling Heather, like, we were doing our research for this one, and I was like, oh my gosh, there could not be any more research. Like, oh my it's gosh. so dense. So much. It's just endless, and like, a lot of, you know, sound clinical research. I think I found a site that, I mean, we're going to talk about some of them, but there was like almost 300 different crazy awesome. studies, like well, and clinical studies. We've had so many recently that just had zero scientific evidence right. like this one was just full, Chock full of research and most of the research is um done on the actual the curcumin itself like right. the active yeah, bioactive yeah. ingredient of curcumin that's in turmeric and so curcumin is one of the several curcuminoids in there but turmeric itself contains approximately like two percent of curcumin by weight right so a tablespoon of turmeric weighs 6.8 grams so it's 136 milligrams of curcumin mm-hmm. is in a tablespoon of turmeric. And they say to get these benefits that, you know, we're going to be getting more into, you would need in the range of 80 to 500 milligrams. So if you're at 136 milligrams in a tablespoon, if you're taking two, you have two or three tablespoons of turmeric in your diet a day, you're on the That's higher right. end of okay. that kind of that dose where you're going right. to be getting these effects. So even one tablespoon you're in the range, but if you, you know, obviously if you have two or three, you're getting higher milligrams. So that's not really a whole lot of turmeric because you can use a tablespoon of turmeric. You can make like a turmeric tea, Mm -hmm. turmeric and ginger tea. I do like like to make, um, it's called, if you Google golden milk, there's like lots and lots of recipes on how to make it, but it's, um, it's a drink. Yeah. A drink made out of turmeric. It's delicious and warm and cozy and I like to think that it gives me all these health benefits. So yeah we'll and what we're about to get into is that actually it does. Yes. So There's exciting. actual evidence to support clinical sound scientific research and evidence because a lot has been done a in lot. a lot yeah. of different areas. What are some of these? These studies. These things. <laughs> Put on our science voices. <laughs> I don't know. If that's my science voice, we got some problems. I don't know what that was. She's like pushing her glasses mm-hmm. up her nose. Science. I'm like just, yeah. It's a scientist in me, I guess. I don't know. Very strange. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like some of the other natural um, remedies that we talk about or prevention things i really like when they talk about brain health yes and this one has a lot of support and evidence um about its effects on anxiety yep and curcumin can be used as a treatment for mood disorders via um, anti-inflammatory processes as well as it's shown to be a potent antidepressant 
Yeah, I saw um, one article said that it was as effective as Prozac. Uh, this one particular, I mean, we'll have more of this study, like the actual names of the studies on our website, but yeah. there are five different notable, highly reputable studies that talk about how it is um, reducing signs of de- symptoms of depression versus a placebo. So right. this was like a placebo-controlled trials um, and a similar against anxiety. There were like one, two, three, four different studies that I read that said it's effective in treating severe anxiety. That's so awesome. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm just looking, sorry, I'm looking at this article I was reading that, and they cited, hold on, 119 different studies. Yeah. I mean, it's just blowing my mind how much research has been done on this. Yeah. Um, a key thing to note is that curcumin, in order to get these systemic, which basically systemic means like the effects in like all of your body, because usually when you ingest something, obviously it stays in your digestive and intestinal right, tract. Right. And the curcumin, if you're just taking it for digestive and intestinal effects, you can just do it orally. Now, if you want it to be absorbed systemically, like through the intestines right. into the rest of the body, you need to um, take it with uh, pepper. Like black, like black peppercorn, pepper, which is piperin, you know, p i p e r i n e, piperin. So you pair it, and you have some black pepper with the curcumin or the cumin. Right. Sorry, turmeric. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting on so spicy. many words with the, the black pepper with the turmeric to help it right. absorb systemically into your body. So Dr. Sears is um, someone who we studied under for a while, but he talks about when you, like, have a salad, to sprinkle turmeric and black pepper on your salad. That's one way to get it in. And then if you look up, again, that golden milk recipe, they all come um, call for, like, the black pepper. The black pepper. At the end. Yeah. And that um, helps assist in getting it into your bloodstream and get it to right. all of these systemic places. So that's when you're really going to see the effects of – against the, you know, anxiety and depression and some of these other systemic effects we're going to talk about. Um, it's also been shown to inhibit aggregation of beta amyloid proteins in the brain, which if you know anything about Alzheimer's disease, mm. Alzheimer's disease is a buildup of beta amyloid plaques. Mm. So this actually promotes um, the inhibition of these okay. plaque buildup. So, which means it could help slow down and prevent the formulation of these plaques, which lead to Alzheimer's. I really feel like we should be having some right now. (laughs) I know. We're going to go make some turmeric tea after we record this, which um, with so much in our diet with these artificial flavorings, colorings, like zytotoxins, MSGs, all that. Yeah. Which contributes towards the buildup of amyloid beta plaques. Like being able to just simply have like turmeric and some pepper. Right. To, to help, help inhibit that formation is huge. That is huge. Because it's such a devastating disease. I mean, any of these Ugh. mind diseases. Yeah. It's definitely on my list of least favorites. Yeah, it's scary, right? <laughs> I mean, like, to it's be... It's funny to even, like, say my least favorite disease. Yeah, this is one of my least... <laughs> these are a few of my least favorite things. <laughs> Alzheimer's, cancer. Parkinson's. <laughs> I can't run the rest. <laughs> can't run the rest. Yeah, let's just say they're all on they're that all list. They're all bad. <laughs> all on the list. Um, yeah, so what are some of the benefits you found in your Well, I research? like, um, I talk a lot, um, as personal trainers, we talk a lot about like oxidative stress and free radicals yes. in our body. And so one was 
that it dramatically increases the antioxidant capacity of the body. Yes. So it helps your body absorb, you know, the antioxidants that are going to fight against the free radicals, which was super exciting because, like I said, we just worked out really hard, which means we've got these free radicals all in our body right now. Mm -hmm. So when we drink that turmeric tea, it's going to help us have the antioxidants. Yeah, I saw studies a while that show that the antioxidant enzyme profile, it, you know, affected that so help decrease yeah, and it said you know the curcumin happens to be a potent antioxidant that can neutralize free radicals which is what i was talking about but also boost the activity of your body's own antioxidant enzymes ah so your own. excellent and there was five studies on that that i read yeah i read there was four i saw four on this one so see the evidence is just mounting and these are again like robust research conducted um, with multiple double-blind clinical trials, placebo-controlled. So these aren't just, you know, like one-off case studies. These are like substantial Substantial. research in, um, you know, pretty pretty reputable journals. I have, I mean, I have a list of like, I couldn't print them all out because there were so many. We'll put them on the website. But yeah, in like Carcinogenesis Magazine, In Vivo Magazine, Molecular Pharmacology Magazine, Biochemical Pharmacology, Inflammation Research. Um, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And these are all highly peer-reviewed, reputable journals. So yeah, I mean, if you want the whole list of 300 and... (laughs) Right. <laughs> I'm like scrolling through on my yeah. thing, uh, you know, 310 different references that, um, no, and, and, and I will say I did not read every single article start <laughs> to finish. One, yeah. Um, but I read a lot of abstracts and dug into a little bit of the, st- the stats, but there is just a plethora. I like that word. Plethora, um, of stuff. So, Kind of online with antioxidants, um, those also contribute, you know, with exercise and stuff is inflammation. Oh my gosh. And inflammation, like we say it a lot, it contributes to so many of the diseases that we're dealing with today. The use of, you know, curcumin and, and turmeric appears to show a vast decrease in disease states or conditions characterized by inflammation. So it's not too discriminatory in which inflammation states it benefits either right. so like any type of inflammation in your body it's going oh, to help so decrease amazing. it so it's effective again you know really shown to decrease inflammation as well as and i saw thought this was interesting as well as pain yeah yeah that is interesting so there's a decrease in pain associated with curcumin at higher doses from post post-operative you know post-operation yeah, yeah. arthritic just general pain symptoms well, and a lot of pain comes from inflammation. Yeah. So those go hand in hand. And yep. it said this dose that they're giving of the 400 and 500 milligrams of this curcumin, which would be maybe you need, what, three or four, three tablespoons of turmeric right. in order to get that amount of curcumin, is comparable to about two grams of acetaminophen in potency. So, cool. so you're using using a lot less milligrams, right? like a quarter of the milligrams of curcumin. To, to get, get the, same. the same potency of acetaminophen, which is horrible on our stomach. Acetaminophen yes. tears us up. And our liver and kidneys, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and it's funny because inflammation, it really it really does lead to so many things. And I think that's why turmeric is so effective because, I mean, inflammation contributes to heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, degenerative conditions like, you know, what, what did you just say? Arthritis. Like all yeah. of that stems from high inflammation. 
Yeah, because inflammation is our body trying to, like, fight heal off. and fight off. Well, right, because, like, acute short-term inflammation, like, that helps our body. Like, it's good for us. Like, when you, you know, get a cut and, you know, your skin swells up and it bleeds and, like, that's inflammation that's helping it heal. But chronic long-term inflammation is what leads to all those Yeah, your boss, body be under that chronic right. inflammation stress. Um, so just using turmeric with this, you know, the curcumin is, um, effective against all of, all inflammation. Yeah. I like that it's, is like non-discriminatory, just any inflammation. All inflammation. Just like, hey, inflammation, we're going to kick you down a notch. I like that, um, it's, you know, the same or more effective as some of the anti-inflammatory pharmaceutical drugs without the side effects. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, you know... Our bodies, um, I did not find anything that gave any kind of caution or mm-hmm. warning against turmeric use. No, I found zero side effects. Right. There was nothing. Other than good. good yeah, there was effects. nothing that I found that said this could affect our bodies in a negative way. Right. Um, not even any little case studies or anything. And I dug, I dug around for a while because, you know, we want to be, make sure we're not being biased and yeah, yeah. representing the data equally and. I will say nothing I read or found spoke out negatively That's against awesome. turmeric. Um, well, I also love um, that there's a lot of studies done on turmeric and heart disease because heart disease is our number one killer. Yes, cardiovascular health. And it turns out that heart disease obviously is incredibly complicated. Like there are so many things that contribute to it, but curcumin may help review reverse many steps in the heart disease process like we were just talking about like fighting the free radicals fighting the inflammation let's see reducing i found reducing pressure triglycerides um total cholesterol levels um endothelial dysfunction Mm -hmm. yeah in the endothelium so it holds protective effects on blood vessels um they're still investigating the exact clinical significance of that, but it's it really does help um, protect our blood vessels through um, a heme oxygenase enzyme. Yeah, and I found a couple, no, one study. Yeah, it's just one study, but it shows that um, the curcumin leads to, like you said, the improvements in that endothelial, I just wanted to say that again, function, <laughs> but it showed that it was as, as effective as exercise and works as well as the drug Atorvastatin, one of those statin drugs. Well, yeah, one of yep. those cardiovascular drugs that are so, they're just handed out like candy right. for all these people with cardiovascular disease. And I'm not saying don't take your no, medicine course, as prescribed by your doctor. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is there are all, also ways we can assist ourselves naturally and um, without having to rely solely on yeah medications exactly oh i like this study so 121 patients who were undergoing coronary artery bypass surgery oh that's a lot (laughs) anyway they were randomized to either placebo or four grams of curcumin per day a few days before and after the surgery the curcumin group had a 65 percent decreased risk of experiencing experiencing a heart attack in the hospital that's amazing i know that's, like, really significant. Like, it's like it kind of blows my mind that it's just, a like, a plant. Yeah, it's, like, just, a, <laughs> like, a, like root. a root. Like, it's... It's just a root. And it just makes you think, too, like, like, we have all the things that we need, you know? Right. Like, of course we need 
medication and, and all of that. Like, we already said that. Like, pharmaceuticals, there's a place for it. But, like, we can find things that were already given to us in nature. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, for thousands and thousands of years, yeah, that's what no medicine was. Like, right. me- medicine, you know, especially in, you know, tri- ancient tribes and things, like medicine men, like, they found things in the forest. Like, they yep. found herbs and plants and roots. And, it's fascinating um, That's what they did. And Western medicine is actually designed, like, originates from, like, studying, like, what can- makes up these plants. Right. And then, like, finding either more efficient ways to produce it Mm -hmm. and mass produce it or isolating it out and then chemically trying to tweak it to make it more effective or, you know, and things in that nature. And I think that just over time that has evolved to a place where now we're just synthesizing so much stuff. But there's a whole field of study um, about, like, natural biosynthesis where they do, they look at these different plants and they are just like, what kind of chemical compounds, what enzymes do they react with? And then yeah. use like just the natural chemical, like from the plant, like saying this is so what's cool. creating the active effect. Because, you know, before they didn't know what was causing the effects. They were just like, yeah. chew this, just know this, chew this root, right. <laughs> chew this root, yeah. and you have a lower risk of infection. That's right. that. That's all they knew. But now we can actually go in and look at the chemical mm-hmm. structures and all that stuff. So and then we try to just extrapolate it and you know make it more effective and then of course mass production is a huge thing yeah because you know being able to grow fields and fields and fields and fields of turmeric to supply an entire country yeah with enough turmeric is probably a challenge i love when sarah turns her science brain on Uh, science (laughs) it's just it's so fun because like just like 10 minutes ago we were just she was just being super silly and (laughs) like i'm in like class and like I'm learning classes and session. I'm learning things. I am versatile. <laughs> um, yeah. In addition to that endothelium still on the cardiovascular vein, it has been shown <laughs> vein vein. Oh, I didn't even do that on purpose. Yes, perfect. Yes, accidental pun. Um, that supplementation, supplement, supplementation with curcumin, was associated with an increase in blood flow Mm. and mediated by vasodilation over the course of eight weeks. So, again, comparable to thrice-weekly physical exercise. Nice. So helps the blood flow through our baddies, which we know Mm. is so important for oxygen delivery. Well, and preventing blood clots. and Yeah. I mean, so much is geared. I mean, our vascular system is just so important, obviously, to everything. Um. Yeah, so then getting into another big disease that should have probably been in our least favorite thing song is diabetes. Oh, gosh, yes. It has been shown to be a remarkable potent AMPK activator, um, which is basically helping affect blood glucose. So it helps lower blood glucose through this AMPK activator pathway. But... um, it has been this has been seen since like they started researching in like 1972. Wow. And they found that this curcumin lowers blood glucose and can actually be able to alleviate some of the reactions that occur during um, diabetic and metabolic syndrome states. Nice. So we've got we've hit like heart disease, right. we've hit diabetes, we've hit All those brain health, yeah, yeah, inflammation, anxiety and depression. But man, there's a big one. 
What's that, Heather? <laughs> well, it's just, it's amazing because there's a, I was just shocked that there's so many studies done on it, but turmeric can help prevent and perhaps even treat cancer. Yep. Crazy. Yes. There was a lot on, um, and I won't get into all of the I know. Well, I mean, we'll- chemical pathways because it, that, you know, like a lot of the articles I read, they talked about it affects this pathway right, or this right. pathway or that pathway. But basically, it suppresses certain, because, um, you know, when we have cancer, basically, there are certain things that are mutated in our cells and they basically override a cell's natural right. function. So the cell won't be able to basically die in its natural life cycle. It'll just keep going, keep going. and going and yeah. going. And like, so that some of these pathways that curcumin affects, they basically protect the DNA, one, from mutating. So it like hits it at the root. Nice. Two, they interfere with mechanisms of cell proliferation. So they basically arrest the cancer cells and force them to die. Nice. So they die. like, yeah, they force them to die. Um, transcription factors, they'll keep them from replicating. They'll like interfere with the ability of the cell to replicate. Nice. So they're basically attacking very important mechanisms that are helping the cancer basically grow and thrive. But I really like the fact that it helps protect the DNA to start with. Yeah, it's amazing. Again, lending to those antioxidant effects, but, you know, protects the DNA against oxidation. Yeah. Which is huge. It is huge. And a lot of these studies were done in the lab or in animals, but they are definitely um, doing more studies in humans. Um, like, just like heart disease, cancer is so multifaceted. It's mm -hmm. hard to isolate for studies but there was one study in 44 men with lesions in the colon um, and those you know can turn cancerous um, so they were given four grams of curcumin per day for 30 days and reduced the number of lesions by 40 percent that's fantastic yeah so the i think um obviously in our digestive system goes to our colon that's why they're studying that one first like more mm-hmm colorectal cancer yeah and there was also one on along that same vein was bladder cancer yes and it was shown to be able to arrest bladder cancer cell growth um as well as there were some studies on prostate cancer nice as well and you know to heather's point yes cancer is not just when people say cancer it's not just one disease right. because there are all these different types of cancers because we have different cells in our body they function in different ways. There are right. different pathways. There's certain, each cancer is unique in that there's different DNA mutations. Right, right. So that's why it's really hard. And we have like, you know, shelves and shelves of different types of cancer treatments exactly. because you have to target different pathways. But what's great about curcumin is it's been shown to interfere with different, multiple right. different types of pathways. So not just one you know, metabolic pathway or, you know, chemical pathway, it interferes with a lot of various different. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that pathways. it just generally affects inflammation. Right, it's not discriminatory right. against inflammation. It has the ability, this bioactive, you know, effect that it has is, can be diverse. So it's not like, oh, it's only good for this one specific I love it. interaction. That it's, it's, it's pretty blanket. Equal opportunity yes. herb. Equal opportunity herb. I like that. That should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> That'll be the title of this episode. Go. Equal opportunity herb. Um, yeah. So you know we're hitting all the major, the yeah. major disease states. 
And like we said, there's so much info. Like we'll we'll do a big blog post on this one just yeah. because we don't want to have like a two hour <laughs> episode. But yeah, um, I mean, there's so many more studies and more things. Yeah, I mean, like longevity and life extension, like talking about how it can help life extension. Um, well, I, yeah, I mean, even like anti aging. Yeah. <laughs> liver health kidney health also you know we talked about how this curcumin is in some amounts in ginger as well so if you're doing ginger and turmeric together Mm -hmm. and i know we've mentioned ginger before yeah um but you know you make like ginger and turmeric tea i think we talked about black black pepper and drink up yeah and just think about the good things and it's a little bit spicy too yeah like the turmeric it's got a little bit of a like spicy taste to it not like not like hot hot spicy just you it's it's a spice yeah not like a hot like ah my tongue's on fire right. spicy but it's got a little little <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way i can describe it just a, just a little kick yeah yeah um but yeah you can use it a lot and if you're trying to get it into your diet i guess what good ways to do it would be like a tea, mm-hmm. sprinkling it on some salad or veggies. Right. I mean, in a smoothie. In a yeah, putting it in a smoothie. Yep. Maybe add a little element, different flavor to your smoothie. You know, make those curry dishes. Mm-hmm. Lots of good curry dishes. Tea. What else? And you know, I just like the golden milk because, um, you know, when you're, I don't know if when you were young, like if you couldn't sleep and your mom would like ha- say, "Have some warm milk before bed to help you sleep." So it's kind of like feels like that, just super comforting at night. I don't do it every night, but it's fun to have every once in a while. Yeah. And it's non-dairy milk, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> listen to our listen episode to dairy. on dairy. I know, we're both like, listen to our dairy episode. Um, yeah, so there are a onslaught in a slew mm-hmm. of yeah. things that curcumin is good for. And in terms of, like, safety and um, toxicology, there was hardly any at all like i'm looking through and i'm not seeing and i can't anything negative to say yeah no nothing um human studies of curcumin up to doses of 12 grams daily yeah that's a lot (laughs) have not found any side effects it's amazing so if an active you know if they say like a good like dose of curcumin to curcumin to get the effects is like up to 500 milligrams right you know almost i mean 10 times that (laughs) it was still safe it was still safe yeah and with like no side effects whatsoever so i mean and that would be a lot of turmeric in your life a lot if you were taken up to 12 grams (laughs) well and a lot of these studies were given patients like four or five grams of just right isolated curcumin from the turmeric as you know part of their trial so clearly there, there's yeah, no... Yeah, totally fine. The toxicity levels are... They, they haven't really found a threshold where you're like, well, okay, you're going to have problems. Right. Because they've gone up to 12 grams. I love it. I love it. I want to have some right now. I know. Okay, so we should all go and look in your cabinet, find some turmeric. Sure, turmeric. And make yourself a nice cup of hot turmeric tea or yep. put some in a smoothie. Or, sure. And just leave it out. And I will say, though, yeah, be careful when you're using it because it will stain your It will pants. stain. <laughs> and it'll stain your counter if you spill it. So. Yeah. And, like, you wipe it up really quick. But, yeah. yeah, it's one of those that, you know, you it's one you hope you don't. If you have, especially if you have, like, a white tile floor, you don't right, drop right. the bottle on the floor. Well, and, like, if you're using it, like, in a smoothie, your blender might get, like, a little yellow. But if you just soak it in hot soapy water, it goes away. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, well, it's like anytime you eat curry. Yeah. You know, you get that little yellow tinge on your yeah. pots. Like, I love making homemade. Yellow mustache. Homemade curry. <laughs> so delicious. So, yeah. So, apparently, we can't say enough good things. I know. I'm like. About turmeric. Go turmeric. <laughs> We're team turmeric. Team turmeric. Um, nothing but good Man. stuff to say. Yep. Like, no, all good, none of the bad. The hype is real, y'all. It is. This one we can say, yes, the hype, the hype is, is real, real and legitimate and backed by sound and actual science. Science. Jump forward. Yeah, so, you know, do your own reading on it. Join our, join Team Turmeric. Yep. Visit realhealthrealpeople.com to see all of these great links we're going to post so you can look at all five million studies yourself. Five million. <laughs> as well as email us with any questions at realhealthrealpeople at gmail.com yep. and check us out on all social media platforms. And as always, have a great day. <laughs> I didn't really know what you were going to say. I said, I teed it up. I teed it up, and that's what you came out with. Have a nice day. <laughs> I was like, well, we usually say like a debunky thing, but this one's good. So Yeah. Stay healthy might have been. <laughs> <laughs> stay healthy, my friends. Stay healthy. <laughs> we should have been funnier. <laughs>